Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, everybody. It's episode 40. 4-0. Yeah. Life over par. Um, this episode's going to be a little quicker than uh, most of our episodes. Uh, as we stated last week, we're not going to have Kevin for this one. He is down south at a wedding in North Carolina. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is expected. That's right, Kevin. It's expected of you to come back with some stories. Whether we go over them next week or not depends um, on the guests that we have and what's acceptable to go over. But we will go over some of these stories eventually. We're going to make sure he does. He needs to talk a little bit here, Kevin. Come on. I know you're going to listen to this. Uh, So it's just just the two of us here. Kyle, welcome. Hello. And myself. Is there... Anything uh, new in the life of Kyle well, that we need to go uh, over? Uh, I took steroids yesterday for the first time. Yeah? Going, <laughs> going, going full, Bryson? No, I, uh, my hip locked up and I couldn't walk. <laughs> so I had to inject steroids in my butt. <laughs> We're getting old. Not even kidding. Yeah, I couldn't barely go up the stairs. I could barely stand. I was supposed to close yesterday, and I couldn't even, like, I dropped Logan off to our sitters and went and got checked out and uh, some muscle relaxers and a shot, and I was off yesterday, or I took yesterday off, and I was off today, so back to work tomorrow, but it sucks getting old. Mm-hmm. So, Roy's in the old rump. Um, yeah. Getting, getting swole? Getting a little thick? Uh, thought, but No. Different different kind of steroids, probably. Different kind of steroid, yeah. Okay. It makes me sleep pretty good, though. Perfect. Uh, go over go over a little bit of uh, our picks last week for AT&T, Byron Nelson. Um, the winner, you know, I just want to say we were like a week ahead. Kaiser had the pick of, of KH Lee for the previous tournament. Mm-hmm. Not so good. Came back and won it this week, or this past week. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he was just a week ahead. And I feel like it's kind of a pattern going on. If we bring somebody up on this podcast. Wheels get turning. They get turning, yeah. And then they they could win. They get real close. They get better. I think that started with uh, Will Zelatoris. We brought him up. You know, oh, yeah. name this golfer kind of thing. And boom, you know, second in the Masters. K.H. Lee now, and I, I'm sure there was others. There's there's Red Hot Corey Connors. There you go. Uh, Stuart Sink. He talked about uh, Oost, Oosthuizen. Yeah. Louis Oosthuizen, <laughs> yes. He's doing well, at least this week. Oh. Uh, but as far as our picks and how we ranked amongst mm-hmm. our little crew here, uh, Kyle, you're in first. It's like it's a weird thing how this always goes. It's either I'm in first, you're in last. Or you're in first, I'm in last. Like that mm-hmm. changes. Kevin, 
just steady right in the middle, mm-hmm. really steady. So you had uh, Jordan Spieth, you know, picked real high, real high, the highest, and tied for ninth, eighteen under. Like crazy, eighteen under, and you still lose. Yeah, like you're just done cracking and, the. And you didn't head. just lose; you were tied for ninth. Yeah, you lost by seven strokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, second place. I got to say, I didn't see this one coming. Charlie picked Mark Leishman. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. T21 at 15 under. Then you have third place of Kevin. Also, I'd say a shocker, Rory Sabatini. <laughs> yeah. T26, 14 under. And uh, I brought up the rear there, fourth place, Scotty Scheffler, tied for 47th, 11 under. Yeah, wow. 11 under, 47th place. That's ridiculous. Hmm. Thanks. Ridiculous. Of course, it's easy. Now it's awesome to see on the PGA, watching the event, like everyone just making eight-footers for pars and just scrambling. But we'll get into the PGA here in a second. But Yeah. Um, I, had, I had a few things to talk about before we get into that. Um, again, this is going to be a little quicker episode, so we're going to kind of fly through some things, get our picks, and kind of yeah. move on. Wait till we get some uh, guests and Kevin back for next week. Um, but Siwoo Kim, I want to bring up Siwoo. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting thing with Siwoo is all Koreans, males between the ages of 18 and 28, are required to do military duty. Right. Well, he's kind of at the end of his line here of having to sign up and do his military duty. So the story here, uh, let's see. South Koreans are required, all males, 18 to 28, to complete two years of military commitment. So he's right at the end, but there's only one way to really get out of doing this. Um, see if I can find that in here. However, okay, there's exceptions. Um, he needs to win medals in the Olympic Games or gold medals in the Asian Games, and you're granted exemptions. So with the Olympics coming up, like he's a professional golfer, doing pretty well, having a pretty good life, I'd say. And it's, it's something that can all just come to an end for him for about two years. Um, And then he'll have to do this military duty. So he's like, I got to do well in the Olympics. Like, I have to. Yeah, that or it'll be... Or his career is pretty much done. Yeah, because you get like a... You'll get a tour exemption to a certain extent. There was one other that was a Korean that was really good a few years ago. Sing Moon Bay. There you go, yeah. He won a PGA event and is like, well, it doesn't really exempt me from no. doing what I need to do. So He won uh, a President's Cup, I believe it was. Yep. But it wasn't enough to exempt him. He did his two years, uh, 2015 to 2017, and he has not been basically. You know, he hasn't been shit yeah, since. Yeah, same person, right? No, he hasn't cracked the FedEx top 200 yes. like since. So get your money while you can, boys. Siwoo Kim here is like got a lot rolling here on the Olympics to try to stay into it. Um, Bryson didn't go as far as to say he would throw it for him, but 
I didn't look up all of it, but I did see some comments basically mm-hmm. saying like, you might be willing to, you know, give him a little bit of extra to try to help him out. Right. So maybe Bryson's not, not a terrible guy, but I still don't want him to do well. No. Uh, one more I thing. Thinking, like, who's going to be on the, is the top four? The U.S.? You know, I don't know. Um, I think, I think I'd have they to look up and see four. who that is. Who would be? But I mean, if it's not Dustin Johnson, he said he's not doing it. U.S. Yeah. US, uh, Justin uh, Thomas. Or, yeah, Justin Thomas. Uh, Colin Morikawa. Xander Shoffley. Patrick Reed. See if this story will help at all. I think it's a top four. Well, I I think it's like top four that want to do it. Right. Um, I think those are in the top four, but. And this is going through like every country. Nah. Yeah, don't worry about it. There we go. Um, So it, it looks like it would be Justin Thomas. Bryson DeChambeau, Bryson. Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa. Hmm. And then next in line, which I hope this never happens, is Patrick Reed. Then Webb Simpson, then Brooks, um, Patrick Cantley, then Tony Finau. Huh. Brooks is below, huh? Yep. Currently, well, he's below Reed and Webb Simpson. Yeah. So. He went this week. Yeah, it's possible. Make it, make it in Olympics, and I'll lose 20 bucks. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, well, you know, he might have one good bet, but everything else he's said has been trash. And I think we That's all know true. who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I mean, a bet. I picked Rory. Another guy picked Brooks. Who's going to win the first major? We'll see. <laughs> so we're, not even, not, we're not even going to say his name anymore. Yeah, story, story's not told yet, so. Right. Well, I, I don't see Brooks pulling this one out. And this might come back to bite me, but I don't see Brooks pulling this one out and then him winning either. PGA. I don't see it. Um, one more story I have here. Uh, did you see that TaylorMade sold again? Oh, yeah. Like one point some billion. One point seven. CPS Capital sold tailor-made golf to a South Korean investment company. More things on South Korea. Here we go. We're just talking about South Korea all the time here. Uh, To an investment company for $1.7 billion. Just four years after they purchased it from Adidas for 425 mil. What a sweet flip that was. I mean, almost quadruple your money in a matter of four years. I mean, that's what happens when you get Tiger, you know, Tiger on staff there. You get a lot of top guys on tailor-made team. I mean, they're all there. Skyrocket. They are. Nope. They are all there. But Tiger. now it's yeah. a South Korean team. Who knows? things stay the same, I, you know, who knows? They might be yeah. getting a few more of the uh, Siwoo Kims on there. Yeah, I've seen the... Uh... What was that? Sergio went from, I think he was Callaway after the Masters or something, but then he switched. Now he's back to TaylorMade. So we'll see how long that lasts. Wait. Sergio switched to Callaway? Yeah, I think he did. 
That must have been a couple seasons. Would have been a real quick switch then. I don't remember mm-hmm. him ever hitting Callaways. I think so. Yeah, I think he's hitting that. Mm. The Epic Driver and mm. I don't know. Apex Irons or something. I don't know. But he's made an announcement and made his whole thing like, I'm back. I was like, okay, Sergio. Still kind of irrelevant, but whatever. <laughs> like, when you know, like there's oh, one guy facing like then two and then another two and then back, back, back. Like yeah. he's the one on the back side. Like way back in the yeah. flying V. He's just, he, he just kind of over there like this. Yeah, half his face. Half his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my good side though. So they respect me. So, but so now we're at the the PGA Championship. Uh, that's what's what's uh, going on right now. <clears throat> um, we made picks prior to the tournament starting. Kevin actually did it on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just couldn't work the schedules in to be able to get the podcast before it started. Um. We know who's made the cut now. This is Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin went with Victor Hovland. Very good pick. Yep. Um, I thought it was a good pick from the start. Uh, I believe you were at uh, Tony Finau? Yep. Was I picked your... Tony Finau. He's at plus two. He's tied for 32nd. Victor Hovland, he made the cut and tied for 19th at even par. And you picked? I picked Ricky Fowler. Ricky's at plus three. A little crazy. 30, 39th. A little crazy picking Ricky, but here's my reasoning behind it. We, we've we seen the comeback of Jordan Spieth this year. We've seen mm-hmm. the comeback of, of Roy McIlroy this year. And I figured it's his time now, him to do the comeback now. It's Ricky's time to do it. And I just felt it was the right time to pick him. Yeah. I mean, it. who would have thought of, I mean, we're sitting here at day two looking at the leaderboard and seeing Phil Mickelson. I mean, come on. Maybe like, maybe it's Phil's comeback time. Maybe. I don't know. We thought it after round one last week, and then he fell off the table. Yeah. So who, now that it's kind of, you know, halfway through, who do you like? Uh, um, well, I was I was very close to picking... Uh, Daniel Berger. Very close. Because going in, he missed the cut. Hmm. He had a good day today, but he just missed the cut, I believe. Well, well, maybe he's five under. I'd have to check on that. He could be five under. He could have made the cut. Five over, you mean? Yeah, five over. He could have made it. Danny Willett made it. Shout out, Greg. Plus four. Jordan Spieth made the cut. Plus four. Let's Simpson. See. Patrick Reed's plus five. He made the cut. Daniel Berger might be here. Cut, 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 cut. Here we go. Daniel Berger. He made it. He's 50th. He shot 300 today. Here we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, the reasoning I was going to pick him is I thought I heard this stat before the tournament started, like two days before that said that he has parred or better like 38 holes going into this tournament in a row. Dang. And I was like, man, that's a pretty good stretch. If he can ride right. that momentum in, maybe he's got something in him to, to continue that and have a good showing here. But I ended up not picking him. I did put money on him, though. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pick him for this. I wanted Ricky to, to pull out the comeback. 
I'm still pulling for that. Although at plus three, yeah, who knows? Tough. Yeah, we have uh, John Daly. Shout out John Daly uh, mm-hmm. in last place at plus twenty-seven. Yeah, I put a dollar on him. It would have paid me a thousand bucks. Why not? I have who I like now, or I had it before we started. Um, I had Cameron Champ. He hits the ball long ways and 7,800 yards is no joke mm-hmm. to play on. Uh, I think he uh, he was at 10 over, probably way over now. He finished plus 15, so scratch that one. He gone. Uh, Gary Wood Gary Woodland. I seen a sweet video of him just hitting like a one or two iron stingers, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, all right, he played a decent. He kind of laid back, like you know, just kind of the. I don't know, it just kind of has that vibe of being by the ocean, not really caring. So that's, yeah. I put about five bucks on him. Me he seems kind of Kepka-esque. Yeah. Not quite as laid back, and I don't give right. a shit, but very yeah. similar to that. He missed three putts that are like inside eight feet today. I'm like, come on, man. You're killing me. But he's a, he's at minus two. He's seven under, tied for seven. So my money's still on him. All right. So is that all you had money on? Because I got a few here. Uh, I just had Woodland. I had Tony Finau, but I cut the legs from under him. Um, and I cashed out while I had the chance. Okay. And then I put I put it on Ian Poulter and, and Ricky because I wanted on that train too because he said it. Dude. So I put a, I put a dollar on <laughs> oh, both you, of you wanted on that train. And Poulter did well today. Yeah, he he's did. 200 shot even. It's at 19, 19. So I think he must have, even He must have really failed there. at the end. Yeah. He fell apart then. He, he had, yeah, he was five, six, seven under through 11 and finished. F- he had four bogeys on the last five holes. Ouch. So, yeah, he was right there. But I have to th- I, I have to think you have to be an even par to win this thing right now. You have to be five shots isn't a lot, obviously, but there's so many people. Yeah. That, I mean, there's, there's not that many people that are going to go. No. I mean, where are we at? Well, maybe plus one. 25 people t25 so the course is playing very difficult that's for sure it, it's like i don't know about you but i do not like the coverage like it just looks like nothing's there you're like all right here's the tee shot and it's just like no trees it's just tether and it's just it looks like, like a open, beautiful course yeah but like it doesn't like open championship but it's u.s styled i would say it's softer and but there's like you don't really see crowds you don't really see them like well, in the fairways, obviously, because everything, but the course is so long. Like, yeah, a normal course, you're packing 18 holes into a, I would say, a fairly smallish area yeah. around. Like, you can make your rounds around the course to follow somebody and have some crowds, but the course is so far. It's like, yeah, holes They're straight down people. the coast. And yeah. then back straight down the coast all the way down. It's like a mile from one end of the course to the other. Yeah, and then the they're coast. saying like they're us- ushering people because they did uh, double T. They say people finish on 18 or on 9 had to, had to take a cart to the other side to play. So it's – and especially like on number one, like all right, on the T from so-and-so, uh, say Webb Simpson, and then like you don't really hear anything and there's no crowd really because like – they're teeing off way back here, but yet the crown's like up here because they have to take that long, like yeah. sandy path to get there. Yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't feel. 
Yeah, it's a little different. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't really care for it too much. Just the coverage, and they're like, I don't know. Well, they don't have grandstands real close to the greens either, right? And Kepka commented on that, saying like, it just feels like it's so open around the greens, so there's no like, no cover from the wind. So I mean, you're feeling all the wind in the fairways, and you're feeling all the wind on the green, and it's affecting putts. Yeah, which normally with the grandstands around. It blocks all that, and you're not getting a lot of wind push on your putts. Right. You're getting it now. Yep. They gust up to 30, 35 mile an hour. Yeah, um, I was impressed. I thought the uh, I thought the second half of today, there would be a lot more carnage and a lot more people shooting over par, but they did pretty well. So I had some, some money out there. Not a lot. Just threw a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. Uh Started out with a pick of Justin Rose to make the top 20. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where he's at. I think he made the cut, though. I think. Rose is plus three, tied for 39th. Okay. So he got a chance. I got him to make top 20. Now, Daniel Berger, who now we've just figured out did make the cut, I got him to make top 10. He's got some, he's got some soft. Well, he's on good vibes. Shot seven over day one, three on three hundred today. So do that again. He'll be there. There we go. Um, Joaquin Neiman threw two bucks on him to win it. Two dollars would pay me one hundred thirty-four. I like those numbers. Rolled with that. Yep. Uh, went with uh, Ricky Fowler. Threw some money on him because he's my pick. Then it comes to wasting some dollars. Um, Threw a buck on Kevin Kisner. That'd pay uh three fifty one. He gone. Mm-hmm. Threw a dollar on John Daly to win a thousand. He gone. And Ben Cook actually made the cut here. A dollar seventy bet for him would pay oh, yeah. me thirty four hundred bucks. Let's go, Ben Cook. Yeah, let's go, Ben Cook. Start cooking, buddy. Yeah. He's uh he's one of the PGA like pros. There was 20 of them that made. Right. They're able to play. And he's a, I believe he was a guy from Michigan. So I kind of rolled with him. Um, he actually played at uh, Harding Park last year. So I thought, all right, this guy, he could have some game. And I could, I could really go for an extra 3,400 bucks in my pocket. So let's roll, roll with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of John Daly with my waste of a pick there, did you see him warming up for the tournament? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. you know, just smoking a couple cigs, had a large McDonald's Coke, <laughs> driving a cart around. Diet Coke. Oh, yeah, I saw he got stuck. <laughs> he got you stuck see in the sand, and yeah. the fans had to push him out. Like, it's, He wasn't able to drive that during the, the tournament, was he? Yeah. They allowed that? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Allowed for him. I know he it's was like fighting a, for it. on. Yeah, a couple years ago, yeah. Yeah, and they wouldn't allow it. But, yeah, Tiger wow. said Tiger made a comment about. It. He's like, "Well, I just you know ruptured my Achilles and broke two you know parts of my leg, but I still walked it, mm-hmm. and I played an extra eighteen holes. Yeah, to win the U.S. Open, no big deal. Come yeah. on, Daly. He's like a, I don't know. He's like a really weird Santa out there. This big white beard. <laughs> yeah, but, definitely a weird vibe. Yeah, he's no chance. I think." Uh, someone said this yesterday. I think he will be the guy that breaks the rules. 
that allows previous champions to just play whenever they want. They'll be like, you know what? No. Look at John Daly out there. Yeah. No, we don't want this. Come on, get out of there. Stop smoking your cigarettes and your your large Diet Coke from McDonald's. Come on, let's get out of here. I don't know. He's he's character. I mean, the first few, obviously in the beginning of a tournament, the first few uh, groups that go out, they really don't have any names, but... I had a thing on the I saw a thing on ESPN they chipped in for a birdie or hold out for Her an soul. eagle or some yeah see, so, and I was see, like he this made headlines good pick you you couldn't say like just random let's see who's just let's see El Holmes you wouldn't want to say it with Holmes uh something gross yeah Jack uh, yeah uh, Sean Michael uh, no like, the wrestler. <laughs> yeah he's out there Jock, no i mean he would get some eyes out there uh Kevin. would oh john Jazz. daly would john daly be fighting to try to get some of the the money from moving the needle you think i think he's going to be going after I that no never really thought of that but he can move the needle still i mean he's a guy that is not going to play and win but he's a guy that can still get some eyes just from being a character out there and pushing the game of golf. I mean, his son coming up, going to Arkansas to play. You know, trying to think who I'd want to have, like, but you know how Phil and Tiger have a match, like the match. Mm-hmm. So, so who would John Daly's partner be against another twosome that would be just, mm. just no rules? <laughs> no rules. Just, hmm. That's I don't a, know. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Would would it have to be like other, a bad boy of other like... pro golfers? <laughs> or could yeah, it be, be at least at least one celebrity stuff? Okay. John Daly and God, I'd have to think about that one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm seeing someone that's just not, I don't know, just has that edge of like not caring, but still being able to move the needle. Um, how about? Oh, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Angel Jimenez. There you go. Little little Miguel out there. He smokes the Stokes while daily smoking cigarettes. Smokes the heaters. That'd be a good one to watch. I would definitely watch that. I mean, daily would probably lose that one handedly, but it would be fun commentary. Yeah, and you'd have to have, like, in the top right corner of, like, what they shot, but also, like, top right corner of, like, how many cigarettes he's had, Diet Cokes. Yeah, it'd be hard to do that with Jimenez because you'd have to really puff down cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to have like a conversion chart of so many right. cigarettes equals one cigar. So there's side bets on that it. stuff. Barstool figured Darren, it out. Or, or like Darren Clark. There you go, Darren Clark. He used to be a pretty heavy drinker. Mm-hmm. He won. Mm-hmm. He won the British Open, and so did John Daly. So let's do it. Uh, Jordan Spieth today, he hit a, a ball way wide, way like wide right. Um, but you know the mics are picking up what the guys are saying now, and uh, let me play it for you here. Okay. If I can get this from the beginning, get the volume up. Thought it was pretty funny. And the wind on its angle is actually quartering from the left. Oh, all right. Get down. Get on the ground. 
Don't get out of the way, guys. Let it hit your ankles. Yeah, so so the guys like were the crowd was scattering like not to get hit by the ball and, and then it went like into the deep stuff. And he's like, Oh, come on. You gotta block that for me. Let it hit your ankles. We should go to the Ryder Cup and just and just have huge posters saying, Well let Jordan, I'll let you hit my ankles. Just, just wear <laughs> ankle guards or, or shin guards and stuff out there and just be like yeah. willing to take one off the ankle for you. That'd be great. Be a lot of fun. Uh, That's like uh, like the whole Rory thing. Did you just hit your dad? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, shin guards for him and dominoes for Rory. There you go. Uh, and then one last thing I got here. Uh, this is a name that Kevin brought up a while back. Uh, Eric Van Ruyen. Mm-hmm. Well, he fell apart today at the end of his round. He was... He was solidly going to make the cut. Like, fairly easily, I'd say he was going to make the cut. Well, (laughs) he finished his round a bogey on 14, double bogey 15, bogey on 16, triple bogey on 17. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And missed the cut. He hit the ball in the water on 17. Got so pissed that he swung and broke the tee marker with his club, but walked away like two steps and looked back at it, and it was still in the ground, but just broke. Stepped back and swung and smacked it again with his club and exploded it, which also broke the head off of his iron. So then he just walked away with a, a shaft with no no head on the club. And it was like, Yikes. that's got to be like a huge fine, I would think. For doing that. Four, five, six, seven, eight. So, yeah, he was eight over in the last four holes. He was only plus one. He was right yeah. there. He's in the top 25. Yeah. Damn. And in four holes, Tough. exploded to be a plus nine and miss. And the the uh, the officials that were ready for something like that, I mean, they had a T marker right back in its place, ready to go for the next group coming through. It's like they expected it to happen on that hole. Because that's, uh, I believe, the second hardest hole in the course. Damn. Like, somebody's going to blow up on this hole. we got to be ready for this. I think they have like a, just a stash on every tee box just in case something like that happens. Probably. I mean, they should. they got to expect yeah. everything. And they got the money for it. So they yeah. might as well. Yeah. Damn. That's a good bit. I didn't know that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, go look it up. He is a hothead. Damn. Anywhere is like. The uh, elastic on the bottom of his pants. So it looks uh-huh. like he's wearing jog- oh. joggers out there. He's the guy who wears joggers. This is a fashion guy, I guess. But that's all I got for you. Yeah, it's really... I've been trying to keep track of it, but it's like every hole looks the same to me on this coverage. So I'm just like... I'm, I want to be... I don't know. It just doesn't look as distinct a golf course i would want to play it i don't think like i really wouldn't just because i'd rather not from that distance i definitely would oh heck no but just the wind and just like ah i don't know and everything's like a turtle shell when it comes to you know front back middle having to pitch hitting into the bank and having it skip up or there's a ton of sand i don't care to play in the sand nope um it's it's very windy constantly 
not real good in the wind. I mean, the course just doesn't fit my game. I'll put it that way. At all. Yeah, I'd rather play I'd rather play Forest Dunes than play that course. Or I'd play yeah. like I don't know, just an ocean course. There's just I, I don't know. Maybe just growing up in the Midwest and having tree line and seeing somewhat because the open is the open, like you expect that and yeah. But this is different because of I don't know, it just doesn't doesn't get me going like the other majors do for some reason. So I'm guessing some vanilla is going to win this thing. Probably a first timer. Well, I should have been a bet. They they're able to use rangefinders. Yeah. Um, and the I believe you sent me the video. Finau didn't even know you could going into no. this tournament. He's like, no. "Wait, what? You can? We can use them? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Like, how didn't you know it? Right? You we should've. we talked about it a month ago." Maybe that's why. Maybe his caddy's like, "Oh shit, just don't, don't, don't open that, don't open that," because uh, open Pandora's box and you can just use rangefinder. He's like, "All right, I don't really need you. Yeah. Just have it, my brother or my sister on the bag." I think the the reason they were doing that is what I heard at least is because of how windy it is. You can be so far offline with some of your shots that it would waste so much time for a caddy to go out, oh, yeah. try to find a sprinkler head for distance, try to pace something off. And just the pace of play would be so slow because right. well, a lot of people are going to be off the course. Yeah. So it helps speed up the play a little bit. Um, one, one last thing. I seen uh, Bryson hit a pitching wedge 196 yesterday. Damn. 196. And the, the announcer said, you know, I can see that if there was maybe 30 mile an hour wind at his back. There was 12. <laughs> 12 mile an hour windows back and still went 196 pitching wedge. Nope. And he was pin Dude. high. Like, Dude's got different gear. What tells you I can hit this pitching wedge 196 and be pin high? Like, how do you so pull man, that club out of your bag? I don't get it. Me neither. But then in short games, usually so good. Like, that's one thing that they don't really talk about is he pots really well and chips really well. So. But that's just different gear. So my guy going halfway through, I have Woodland. Uh, I got him winning. Hopefully he gets me a good 600 bucks. That'd be nice. Uh, but my kind of black horse, I guess, or dark horse, black horse, mm-hmm. whatever, it's going to be <laughs> Paul Casey. Paul He's pretty vanilla. Casey, yes. He's yep. pretty vanilla. He he deserves to win a, a major. Just win this one and just go on with it. Uh, it's going to be Ricky, the comeback. The Ricky with the comeback. But that's all I got for you. That's it. That's it. All right. Nice one. Short and sweet and probably yeah, not too 20. interesting. No, I just went over our picks is all, so we'll yeah. – now on Monday we'll see what we sound like, Springer. So let me know. Yeah. Did he ever take your bet? Yeah. So let's uh, go, Rory. You took the. God, what what was your bet? Uh, was it ten dollars if Rory doesn't win a major or something like that? Two hundred if he does. No, something? it was no, no. We didn't go with that one. We just went with if he wins a major. 
if Rory wins a major for Brooks, oh, okay, and then vice versa is twenty bucks. I mean, the other one you had saying that Rory had to win a major this year. That's a tough. I mean, I'd have a tough time not taking that bet against you. I know. I feel like that's a lot harder for you to be right, like a right. lot harder with only three left. Yeah. So I probably would have taken that bet. We'll see. I don't know. I was really on the Rory train. But he shot even. I don't know. He's just he's just frustrating to watch sometimes. But Yes, he is. Like he just he he's plus three and he finished bogey, bogey, bogey. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. So he should have been in the top twenty five, but now he's thirty nine, so he's got some work to do. He might be playing with Ricky. They're tied, so Let's get that group going. Yeah. All right. This is the third time now. This is all I got for you. <laughs> We're rolling. All right. See you guys. That was episode 39. Uh, no, 40. Man. 40. All the way to 40. 40. We'll see you. Uh, or you probably won't see us. Maybe Maybe we'll. I don't know. Uh, next week, we'll have uh, all three of us back and a guest. Maybe two or three. We'll see. Stay tuned. Make sure you're listening. Um, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Do the old Kevin bye. Bye. Bye.